0: Welcome to another episode of Every Mom Needs a Friend. Hope everyone is having a wonderful start to their week or whenever you're listening to this, hope your day is going well. I am excited for today's very special episode that's kind of a part two in this series around parenting based upon this book called, oop, I always get it wrong, but okay. How to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. And I talked about this last week, but many of these points are what I gathered from a previous MOPS meeting where the speaker was talking on this book. and. I don't know if y'all knew what MOPS was. I've gotten some questions in my Instagram inbox about what is MOPS, like where do I find MOPS? And just in short, MOPS stands for Moms of Preschool Students. But I will say that I think there actually is moms in there with kids of a lot of different ages, even though right now I definitely am in the preschool age. I know that once my kids are in elementary school, I might still have kids in preschool, or there's moms of all different ages themselves in there. And so for me, I just think I could just summarize it well as a mom's group where they kind of meet you where you are and we talk about things that are relevant to moms. So that's kids, of course, but at least in my mom's group, our leader does a really good job of kind of stretching it across a couple different areas that I believe moms really are desperate for, which is like connection and self-care and, Teachings and learnings, and really just revival of like the mom. I know there's this lady on Instagram and on TikTok that talks about flamingos and how her tagline is get your pink back. And the whole idea is that while flamingos, I think both male and female, that in the years that they are raising their little flock, they actually lose a lot of their pink and so when we think of flamingos we think of their pink and they really I mean their kids are just draining them truly in so much of their color but probably what's going on inside of them as well and we're talking about flamingos here so I think in parents it's really a cool idea to especially with my mops group the theme is kind of we go better together or we go together and it's going off of this flamingo idea and so whenever I think of flamingos and I think about getting your pink back I really am just so thankful for mops and what it's been for me just in the last like couple months of really diving in deep and so I remember first hearing about mops from one of my closest friends Tannis who at the time we both didn't live in our hometown and it was her connector point and it allowed her to feel like she had like friends and community and people to lean on and child care y'all so I definitely love that every other Monday for the most part I'm able to get child care breakfast coffee and just a break for my kids and usually amazing tidbits from the speaker and so for the speaker that spoke about this I think it was last fall at some point I just my thumb couldn't go fast enough to take notes in my phone of all the points she was making so obviously the book she was talking on was so good again it was talk no, I always say this wrong, how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. And so again, that's just where this comes from. But I obviously put in a lot of tidbits of myself and my learnings with just, you know, three kids under, let's call it five. So yeah, I guess with that, let's jump into today's episode talking about emotions in kids. And I think I talk about this at the end of the episode, but I just want to make sure y'all know that I am no therapist. I am no parenting goddess genius, whatever you are totally calling me on the other side of this podcast. No, I guess my point here is, is that I am a mom just like you. And I definitely have some strengths, but I have a lot of weaknesses. And so like today's episode is a great example of weaknesses that I do have. So just know, don't need to preface it much more, that I am just coming from a place of absolute level with you. If not below, not to be too self deprecating, but I do think today's episode has a lot of good tidbits and I'm pumped about next week's episode. So get excited about that. But with that, let's jump into today's episode. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. Part two, here we are. So I remember her talking about that when your kids are upset, that you should acknowledge with words. And I was kind of like, duh but she kind of took it a step further and talked about, you know, what are you saying and how are you saying it? Kind of makes me think about in marriage too, but I always want to go that way, but we're talking about kids here. And I feel like tone is super important. And if you don't know what to say, Just try repeating back to them what they are saying instead of trying to fix it. So I think about my four-year-old who maybe is not wanting to go to bed or maybe not wanting to turn off the show. Sometimes I just need to vocalize what she's actually whining about. We're really in a deep whining phase right now on all fronts, I feel like even for myself. And so... It's really important for us collectively to say what we're feeling instead of deflecting and kind of getting frustrated about something else and really not getting to the core of the matter. So for instance, I feel like when Ellie is not wanting to turn off a show or not wanting to go to bed or doesn't want to take that last bite of food. I'll say, it's really hard to turn off the show when the show is so good. Or I get, we are having so much fun and probably the last thing you wanna do is go to rest time or bedtime but we really need to do this. And so let's go ahead and brush our teeth. Really moving past it is important for me because I think what I want to do is sit and dissect it, try to fix it, try to make her excited about going to bed. And I don't know if in this phase with a four-year-old and a two-year-old and a three-month-old, if it really is going to get there. And so I kind of got to move through the motions, fake it till you make it, you could say. And in the same vein, I really want to, instead of denying the feeling give the feeling a name and i feel like as moms we're tasked with helping our children grow social emotional awareness and i just feel like a huge step and a huge part of this is identifying the feelings that they're having and so when ellie's whining like i said huge whining household, I try to go, you're feeling frustrated, right? Or are you frustrated? Or does that make you mad when sister takes your toy? That would make me frustrated too. I totally get that. And I feel like the speaker talked about something about like joining them in their space. And I loved this idea. If for instance, Ellie wants ice cream at breakfast, I think we can all agree it's not the best time to have ice cream. So I can acknowledge that I wish I could give her ice cream, but why we don't have ice cream at breakfast you know let's fill our bellies with breakfast food and then maybe after nap we could do a treat but also a common practice that I feel like we do as adults is almost force someone into agreeing with you like do you you know those like valley girls that will be like right you know right like if you've heard someone say something shocking and then when you respond they're like right like they'll be like oh my gosh the sky is blue and you're like it is blue and they're like right <laughs> So even as adults, we're asking for affirmation. And in a way, we can do this with our kids, like helpfully encouraging them to do the right thing. So time to brush your teeth, yes, or time to brush your teeth, okay. And going along with the theme of teaching them how to work through these feelings, the speaker talked about how important it is to give clarity of right and wrong. So feeling angry is okay. Hitting is not okay. Feeling angry is okay. Yelling is not okay feeling angry is okay. Your tone is not okay. And to have directness here is good, even when it comes to describing what needs to be done. So instead of commanding or blaming, like for instance, Ellie leaves the light on when she leaves the bathroom almost, like let's say 99% of the time, and it bugs the CRAP out of me. I feel like all day I'm like, Ellie, the bathroom, turn off the light. You have to turn off the light, close the door, like same motion over and over and over. I'm a broken record. And sometimes it's a little more elevated if I'm being honest. So instead of being like, how many times have I told you? That's more of blaming, commanding, kind of putting this other adult emotion on it. And you can really diffuse the situation if you add humor. So oops, the light is on, need to turn that off. Just simply diffusing it that way instead of going into the Full negative of like how dare you leave the light on when it's not really that big of a deal if I'm being honest, but it does bug me. I have to say, and I just want to acknowledge that it's not weak to say, "Oh my goodness gracious, let's try that again." Instead of being so heavy about all these things, I think the key here is to be clear and direct. Like, don't add fluff. And I'll say this a hundred times: husbands need this too. Being direct, I think, is a sign of respect, really. And so, if you have a strong-willed child like my strong-willed Kate, my number two. They almost need even less fluff. Like Ellie needs talking through. Kate needs bedtime. You know what I mean? And it might be hard to think of it this way, but moms, they're the safe place for their kids and So I feel like my kids at least, they try out a lot of the pushing back on me. I feel like you've heard this or at least this is the way for my kids, but I feel like they're better for the people when I'm not around. So they're great for their babysitters. They're great for their aunts. They're great for their grandmas. And maybe they're all biased and maybe they're giving me not an accurate depiction of what happens when I'm not around, but it just doesn't seem like they're as whiny or it seems like whatever caregiver other than me is able to do bath time without whining and screaming and fussing. And I think it just comes back to, to kids know that they're safe with their parents. And I know this isn't the case for every kid, and it actually breaks my heart to consider that. But at least for me in my household, I know my kids can think of me as a safe place. And so I could potentially <laughs> see it as a privilege that they're working out all their emotions on me and learning to feel their big feelings test the waters. And, you know, I'm a person too. So I think it's okay to not, in a manipulative way, share some of my emotions. Like, man, this makes me really frustrated or upset, etc. And I think kids can, in time, respond to this, but it probably takes time. I will say here, though, no manipulation of emotions is okay, and I'll leave it at that. But I also wonder, as my kids get bigger, I wonder if writing notes will be something that we could communicate on. My mom was so good at writing notes in, of course, my lunchbox, but she would literally handwrite Bible studies for me to do in the morning, little posted notes or little index cards. And it would be perfectly catered for me and what was going on in my life. And it was so amazing. It's one of those things that I'm like, oh gosh, I wish I had saved those because my mom would literally be praying over me listening to me and worried about whatever was going on with me in my week and she would search the bible for verses to encourage me and she would write her own words about what she wants me to do or she would insert my name in certain verses and it was so impactful for me and i know she took such time doing that so it makes me excited to think about potentially the next phase in life with kids that can read with the ability to write notes so so sweet to think about that ahead But with that, I will pause for today. I'm excited to move into next week because I just feel like the past two weeks have been a little heavier or a little more direct. And next week is so fun because I feel like this is something that, because I will say these last two episodes are things that I am currently working on. I think I am not good at. So if you are considering that I am speaking from a high place, I am not. I am actually going to probably have to listen to this myself every once in a while because I am just not great at that. I think the biggest thing for me is I always have to go, Anna, you're in control of your own emotions. You are the adult. You have to return to zero. You know what I mean? But next week is something that I actually think I do well, and that's speaking positive words over my children. I am so, so intentional about holding myself accountable to the idea that I could become their inner voice. And more to that to come. I don't know if that explains much, but excited to speak over that next week. So look forward to that. And yeah, I guess that's it for today. Okay. I feel like Anna of last week when she recorded this did a great job of kind of exiting the episode. So I'm just going to plug the Instagram real quick at every mom needs a friend. Y'all have really turned out and sent me some sweet messages there. And I will tell y'all that is just making my heart so full, especially in this really trying time. I think I might've posted about this, but y'all, Christopher has been gone for, let's see, at this point, we're six out of 12 days, but he will be gone 12 full days over a weekend. And we're talking on the heels of moving with a three month old. And guess what? We hit the trifecta. The kids got sick. So Ellie's currently dealing with some sort of ear infection, cold, definitely not sleeping great, lots of coughing. So therefore, even the things I set up for myself to kind of make this time fly by, Well, it's not because we're stuck at home and we can't do any of the play dates we wanted to do. So feeling a little sorry for myself, having lots of pity for myself, but just know that I can get through this. I just need to like truck each day, bite off the day at a time. And that being said, y'all are awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Hope y'all the best day. And we will chat next week on next week's episode, which like I said, a hundred times I'm so pumped about. So look forward to that. Love y'all.